Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Today, we're going to talk about the six mistakes that you could make drinking water. So let's start with the first one, drinking too much water. Now, is this possible? Yes, it is. Especially when you force yourself to drink all this water, especially without the electrolytes that help you um, deal with this extra water. And I know there's a lot of gurus out there that say the most important thing you need to keep drinking, drinking, drinking a lot of water, right? Um, as that's the absolute most important thing you can do. Uh, you should drink a gallon of water a day. Um, well, that's fine, but uh, are you exercising? Are you sweating? Are you taking electrolytes? Are you taking enough sea salt? What happens when you drink too much water, you can dilute electrolytes, specifically salt. And you can create a condition called hyponatremia, where there's not enough sodium in your blood. And that actually is a form of dehydration. So it is possible that drinking too much water can put you in a situation where you're dehydrated. And I just want to make a point. I'm not against water. You just need to drink the right amount. Hopefully you have the sensation of thirst that can tell you when you're thirsty. Now on the flip side, if you are prone to kidney stones, you should be drinking at least two and a half liters of fluid a day because the kidney stone develops in a super saturated concentration of urine. So if you're drinking enough water, um, it's almost impossible to develop a stone. And so should we all drink exactly eight glasses of water a day? It really depends on a lot of variables that I'm going to get into in this video. So the point of number one is uh, just make sure you're not forcing yourself to drink gallons of water because people have died from the condition called hyponatremia. And I will put that link down below. All right, number two, drinking water too quickly. Now, this is not like a major point. It's a minor point. But when you drink water too fast, sometimes the sodium in your blood doesn't have a chance to help balance this fluid. And that's one of sodium's jobs is to help balance fluid inside and outside the cell. And so when you're forcing too quickly too much water in your body, um, that can actually create some swelling, especially if it's a lot of water because of what happens to sodium. Sodium will start going into the cell too fast and you'll be deficient outside the cell. So it creates this imbalance situation. So when you drink water, do it at a pace that is not too fast. All right, number three, having this idea that you're getting all your hydration from other fluids like coffee, tea, maybe alcohol, which completely dehydrates you, soda, which is completely dehydrating. And yes, there are certain people out there that think that soda hydrates you, it doesn't. So when you're drinking like coffee and tea, realize that both of those have a mild diuretic effect. So they can be pushing fluid out of your body and not necessarily hydrating you. And also if you're on a diuretic on top of that and you're pushing all this fluid out of your body, it can make you very dehydrated. And so what you drink is a factor to look at. And there's other variables to look at as well. Uh, what is the temperature outside? If you're living in an environment that's very hot, um, you're probably going to need more fluid. If you're exercising and you're sweating a lot, you're going to need a lot of fluids. If you have a condition where you're not exercising, but you sweat a lot, that's another factor. If you're experiencing diarrhea or vomiting, both of those conditions can very quickly 
dehydrate you. If you just started the ketogenic diet and you're dumping a lot of extra fluid, that's something to look at because all that stored sugar in your muscles and your liver also retains a lot of fluid. For every gram of stored glucose, you're storing three grams of water. So when you're on a high carb diet, you're basically a fluid filled sponge. And when you start reducing your carbs, that fluid just starts coming out. And so if you're not taking the right electrolytes with enough fluid, you can potentially become dehydrated, especially when you start keto. Now, another factor that I wanna bring up that um, a lot of people don't consider is if you're consuming a lot of potassium, as in an electrolyte drink with a lot of potassium, if you're not also taking enough sodium, potentially with all these other factors, you can become more dehydrated. Now, the only reason I'm bringing that up is because I personally have a electrolyte powder that's high in potassium, but it also has a good amount of sodium and salts. So typically that's not gonna be a problem, but if you're exercising a lot and it's hot outside and you're sweating and your diet doesn't have enough salt, let's say you don't put any salt, you know, it's something to look at because potassium is balanced out with sodium. You need the right ratios. But on the flip side, the most common situation is where someone is not getting enough potassium because they're not eating enough vegetables. They're heavier on the salts. They have more fluid retention. They're usually always deficient in potassium. And so doing more potassium tends to help them. All right, number four, drinking a good amount of water when you're eating. That can dilute your gastric juices like hydrochloric acid. And if you already have a weakness within this area, you don't have enough stomach acid or it's not acid enough, which is very common, especially if you're over the age of 45, drinking more water with your meals will dilute your ability to digest, especially protein. And you may end up with GERD or acid reflux. So I always recommend if you're going to drink with a meal, uh, just don't overdo it. It's better if you drink maybe a half hour before the meal or a half hour later. But I don't want to make this a really big point. If you are thirsty in a meal, go ahead and drink. But the point is, if you're already deficient in the gastric juices, drinking more water will weaken your stomach's ability to digest protein. All right, number five, uh, drinking extremely cold water and large amounts can inhibit the vagus nerve. Now, this is a minor point. This is not a big point. Some people can drink a lot of cold water, no problem. But if your digestive system is already weak, let's say you, have, you get a lot of bloating or you have a lot of digestive issues and you drink a good amount of ice cold water, that can slow down the vagus nerve, which is responsible for digestion. All right. And number six, drinking tap water. Now, some people will say that drinking tap water is safe, but they're finding all sorts of things in tap water that are not safe, not to mention the normal chlorine and the fluoride, but also glyphosate, which is the chemical Roundup Ready that is involved with the GMO foods. You have chemicals that affect fertility, hormones, your brain, you have chemicals that are carcinogenic. And on top of that, there's a lot of uh, nano uh, size particles, very small particles of plastics that you're getting when you're drinking tap water. So just get a good filter to filter that out. Now, since we're on the topic of water, if you have not seen my video on how water affects your skin, uh, you should check that out. I put it right here. It's a really important video.